Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As we get ready to talk to Doc Rivers, let me tell you that 50 years ago, a small group of aspiring businessmen pooled their resources and intellect in order to form a different type of bank, a local bank that would dedicate itself to helping its neighbors achieve their goals and realize their dreams. Today, they, that bank they built, Northern Bank and Trust Company, has grown into a comprehensive, full-service financial network. While we have grown, we have remained true to our slogan, come learn firsthand why we are neighbors you can bank on. Doc Rivers is brought to you by Northern Bank and Trust and by Cola Space. He joins us on the AT&T Hotline. Good morning, Doc. First time of the year. Good to talk to you. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. I haven't talked to you in a while. You must have had a premonition that your team defense was going to be a little shaky prior to opening night because you said it prior to opening night, and lo and behold, it was. Well, I wish I had said something else then. <laughs> no, we, uh, it's just going to take time. Uh, you know, I'm um, a little disappointed in because we're behind, and, and you can feel that. Obviously, I, I see the team every day, and I see his work. Uh, they're working. They're uh we're going to get it right. It's just going to take a little time. Is it because new faces are integrating into the system and that's what takes the time? Yeah, you know, with defense, uh, it, it, you first have to have the buy-in, which I think we have, and then the trust, and uh, then the execution. And um, I think we're in the execution phase. You know, I think uh, when you have so many different guys and new guys, uh, when things don't go right, uh, let's say one of the coverages, their first thought is, let's do another coverage. And uh, when you do that on your own, uh, then your team defense breaks down. Hey, I don't know if you noticed this, Doc, but the guy on the other team, number 34, he was on your team last year. <laughs> Did you know that? I've heard about yeah. that quite a bit of late. Here's what I want, and I know you're sick of talking about it. We're not going to rehash all that you've discussed for the last you know, two months, but here's what I, I can't quite reconcile. I've heard everybody say, all kinds of analysts and former players and players, that you guys are better than last year. You have more depth, better personnel than last year. So why is everyone making a big deal about the one guy you lost? It seems to me you replaced him and replaced him quite nicely. Yeah, we replaced Ray nicely, but having uh, said that, they're going to make a big deal about it because Ray's a good player. He's already probably going to be an All-Famer, uh, one of the greatest shooters to ever play the game, uh, and he won a title for us uh, and with us. And so when a guy like that leaves and when a guy like that leaves and goes to the team that knocked you out uh, the last two years, I think people make a big deal of it. I get that part of it. Uh, but, you know, we moved on. I moved on the minute Ray said he wanted to go and play for Miami. Do you think you are uh, better than last year? This I think we're potentially better. Potent- uh, I don't think we are right now. Um, I think uh, the continuity of our team has to – settle in and you know guys you've been around sports long enough to understand that uh paper looks great and the, the key for us is uh everyone kind of buying into their roles and understanding their roles i think uh before the season starts everyone's happy and then the season starts and you start figuring out man i'm not going to get as many shots mm. or as many minutes and right. uh then you find out what type of character you have in your team seems like you will have when uh, when you get every Bradley back, you're going to have a lot of two guards or a lot of backcourt players. Is that what you're referring to when you say 
hey, what about me? What about my shots? Yeah, just not even that position, any position. And, and it, it sometimes doesn't even come down to shots. It's playing time. And, you know, you just don't know guys until you coach guys. Uh, I will say this. Uh, from my view, I think we got a great group of guys. I don't anticipate that being a problem. Uh, but you never know. What specifically uh, do Terry and Barbosa and Lee provide for you from a skill set standpoint to make your job easier, Doc? Well, Lee, let's start with him since he's our starter right now, uh, is a terrific defender, uh, makes open shots, has a nice in-between game. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't need to run offense for him to score. He'll score through the offense. Uh, and when you have Rondo, who I need to be more aggressive uh, the way he is, and Kevin and Paul, that's a pretty good fit for you in that lineup. It's really the same thing Avery did for us last year. It's the same kind of fit. Uh, so he's great. Jason uh, Terry's a shot maker. You know, he's the guy that can create his own shot. He can create a shot through offense, uh, and that's great. And the same thing with Barbosa. He just has tremendous speed. I think Barbosa would be used as a change of pace guy. Mm -hmm. You know, when he comes in, um, you know, and I told him before the Miami game, uh, because there's no way he knows half our sets, just go try to score. Just be as aggressive as possible, and, and I will call you back if, if I think you're over the line. And, and he did a pretty good job of that. Tell us how Avery Bradley, and we know what kind of on-ball defender he is, how that makes team defense better when he gets back healthy in mid-December. What does that do for the rest of the guys behind well, him? It's, it's huge uh, because he, the ball pressure that he can supply takes up clock number one. Uh, you know, one of the more disappointing things, and there was a lot of them in the Miami game defensively, is – we didn't apply a lot of ball pressure. They kind of started their offense at 18 and 20 seconds. Mm. Um, when Avery's on the floor, teams typically don't start getting into their offense till 14 and 12 seconds. So right away, your defense is better because you have less time to defend. Uh, the second thing is you can put him on the best guard, and you don't need a lot of help with him. Uh, and the less you have to help, uh, a player, the more your team can, can kind of sink in and be a better team defensive. You know, when you watch him play defense, when I watch him play defense, I know I'm looking at something that I don't often see. It looks different than most guard defensive play. Why is that? Why don't more people do it? They just physically can't do what he does? Yeah, that's the answer. Uh, physically, mentally, uh, he's tough. He has great anticipation. He has great feet. I mean, he was blessed with great feet and great athleticism, but more importantly, he has great instincts. You don't think Rondo could do what he does if Rondo put his mind to it? I bet you could, but I think it'd be hard to run the team right. uh, and be you know, as aggressive as I need him to be offensively and do it full time. I think that'd be asking a lot. Right. Hey, what worries you other than injuries or guys wearing down? Uh, what are you worried about? Are you worried about big teams? Can you match up with bigger teams? We saw unusually small lineups in the opener, but that's not always going to be the case. No, I would say that uh, rebounding in size. I like our size, uh, you know, as far as the guys coming off the bench, but they haven't performed yet uh, in a team role yet. And so I don't know the answer, uh, to be quite honest. I, I like them. I think Darko's going to supply as well. I, I think, uh, um, you know, Sullinger is not tall, but he has size. And I think um, he will help Collins. We have him. We have Wilcox. So we have a lot of bigs. I'm just, I just don't know yet if if they fit or how well they'll play. We saw last year that you know the playoff seedings aren't even that important. You guys can go on the road. You can win. I mean, you, you can uh, 
you know, as long as you make the playoffs. How how do you get up for every regular season game? How do you focus on 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 this time at this time of the year when you know that it's such a long grind and you know you're probably gonna make the playoffs and that's when it really matters. Well, you can't take anything for granted, uh, number one. And I would say this: uh, I do think home court matters. Um, you know, against the better teams, I think our division is is way better, and I think our conference is better. So some of those teams that you may have felt a year or two years ago or three years ago that, uh, well, we can win anywhere, those teams are better now. And uh, if you won a game seven, you'd love to have it at home. We had one last year, and we won that. Uh, we had one on the road last year, and we lost that. And, you know, so I do think home court's uh, important. And I think that's how you try to teach your team. Uh, you know, you don't talk about game for game. You talk about the long-term goal. Hey, we know uh, Kevin lost Ray's number. Uh, did you did you play golf with him after he agreed with Miami? No, I didn't. Um, but I wish I had talked to him. And, you know, honestly, uh, Ray changed his number, and not because of this. Uh, I guess he was getting a lot of calls or whatever. And so I, I never had a chance to talk to him. Uh, that was the first time I, I've seen him or talked to him uh, doing the game on the floor. And, uh, you know, so I wish I had a chance to talk to him. You know, you are viewed, at least from here, as a great recruiter. I mean, you are right up there with uh, Pete Carroll and and Nick Saban. I mean, you are are, uh, John Calipari. You're in his class. And you know what? I actually get to give him cash. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You are are the Calipari of the pros. (laughs) Is this the first recruit that you can think of that you lost? No, I lost a bigger one. Uh, And... uh, uh, probably learned a lot of lessons from that in Orlando. I lost Tim Duncan. Uh, we never had him, but um, I I thought we had him turn, and uh, you know we lost him, and so I'll always remember that one. How about here? How about as the Celtics coach? You've on a pretty oh, good run. Dude. We thought yeah. Garnett would be gone two years ago. He's back. He's in the fold. You know you have not. Brought, this is year six of the of the of the three year project. Um, is this the first guy that you thought you had and, and you got that phone call and said, no, nah, he's going somewhere else? Uh, yeah, you know, I guess the other one uh, would be David West last year, more because David basically told me he was coming. Mm. Uh, and then, uh, you know, so I'm sitting at home and I actually read the next day that uh, he's going somewhere else. So uh, other than that, uh, we get a lot of guys. and You know, I, I would say, I'd love to say it's me. You know, guys, it's because we have Kevin and Ray and, and, you know, when we had Ray and Paul and Rondo, guys want to play with them, and, and that helps me recruit. All right. I, I, I swear, I promise, last question on Ray. Is Kevin Garnett really mad at Ray, or is that just Kevin doing Kevin's act? And Kevin. No, Kevin's pretty genuine. You know, uh, I don't know if the word is mad or disappointed. I don't know what the word is. Uh, but Kevin has a, uh, you know, he has his own code, and, uh, you know, uh, God bless him. I just I love I love his uh, his mentality. Uh, I think it's refreshing sometimes. And we hear the term "this is Kobe's team" or "this is uh, LeBron's team," and I'm I'm not even sure what that means. Is this Ron- is this Rondo's I team? I guess you know uh, it, it. You know Rondo's one of our leaders. Uh, he's the point guard. He has the ball in his hands, and uh, you know he's still learning leadership, but it. You know, as far as whose team it is, 
you know, I always laugh and say, last time I checked is which growth specs team, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and everybody else falls in line. Uh, but Ron was clearly one of our leaders, and he's, and he's maybe, uh, and it's probably definitely our most important player. Well, you, you know, you, you've often said he's the smartest guy out there, and you had no problems with his, with his ability to think the game. Do you ever worry about his maturity level? I mean, would you be surprised if we don't see him do something silly like throw a ball at the ref this year or do something that – Puts his team he, he in harm's way. He already did. He, I, got a I would be surprised if he does it this year. Uh, I'd be disappointed. I mean, uh, like I just said, his value to our team is too important. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's extremely emotional. Uh, you can call it immaturity or whatever, but he is emotional, and uh, that's what we're hoping. You know, what I always talk to our players about when you have that emotional combustion. Uh, you know, we call it emotional hijacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, try to figure that. You know, put the team above yourself because usually whenever you're having those things, it's you and that person. Right. And you've forgotten about the team for that moment. And it happens. Uh, but we're hoping it doesn't. Was that a punk move in your estimation on uh, on Wade? I don't know. That, I didn't think it was that hard, honestly. Uh, I, I argued against the flagrant. So, uh, listen, uh, Wade has committed a lot of hard fouls yeah. on Rondo. Uh, and we forget about the elbow injury that Rondo had. Uh, that was that was created by Dwayne Wade. Yeah. So um, I did. I don't think that's a punk move unless that one is too. If he stopped doing those kind of things, would he be the same player? I mean, you obviously have to find the balance there. You want to yeah, keep the fire you know, burning. Um, you can stop doing some of those things. That's not one of them, by the way. I didn't, I didn't think that was a big deal. I really didn't. Uh, but yeah, some of the other things. Uh, he can stop the things at the end of the game the other night. He's emotional. Uh, you know, they're saying, I'd rather kindle a fire than start a fire. Right. Uh, I like his fire. I want him to keep that fire. Is he happy that he has uh, different guys coming off the picks on the wing, different guys as his uh, running mates than maybe he had last the last couple of years? He likes it. He likes his thing. Uh, likes it a lot. Um, but we got to get this and, and turn it into the team that uh, we think we can be. Uh, and we're not even close, in my opinion, right now. Hey, Doc, in, in Jason Terry and Leandro Barbosa, you have a pair of former six men, guys who come off the bench. Does that mean they're well-suited for the role you have in mind for them on this team? Yeah, they they accept it. They embrace it. They think it's good for the team, and it's it's refreshing to have that. That's nice. If somebody told you prior to opening night that you would out-rebound the Heat and score more points on the break than the Heat, would you assume you were going to win that game? Yeah, you would. Uh, but we gave every one of their good players got every good shot that they wanted. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you had told me that, I would have thought we have lost by 50. You're, uh, you're better, or you think you can be better, potential to be better, are the Heat? Yeah, they're better for sure. Uh, they're better because they want. You know, forget the additions of Ray and Richard Lewis. Uh, they have a couple things we don't have. Number one, they just won a title, and so they have that, that championship swagger confidence. We have it with some of our guys, some don't. Uh, they also know exactly who they are, and, and that, to me, was the difference in the game. Uh, they know their identity. They know their roles they, because, you know, they didn't make many changes, and, and you can see it in the way they played the other night. We have to catch up to that. So do you have to be in front of the TV for every New Orleans game, or do you just tape them? Uh, I mean, are you missing? Are you, you going to miss a play or miss a minute of uh, 
I um gonna try to watch as many as possible. I, I will tell you, <laughs> you know, watch another NBA game after watching all the ones I watch. Hmm. So <laughs> it will be hard. You know, I watched last night. Uh, I'm gonna watch a lot of them. I got a feeling this will be the first time in my life where I probably won't watch every game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of that. A observation from afar. What do you suspect is Mike Brown's challenge with the O and Ten Los Angeles Lakers? Well, there's a lot of them. Uh, there, there really are. Um, you know, I watched them last night too. I watched Austin played, and I watched the Lakers. I watched games all night, uh, and it's just a hard challenge because he's trying to get them to buy into a different role offensively. You know, when you're talking about a Princeton offense, right? You know, you're taking the ball out of Nash's hands. Kobe's moving the ball. Dwight Howard's becoming a passer. Uh, if it works, I think it'll be really good. Uh, but it's just, it's a heck of a sales job if he can get it done. Doc, good talking to you. Look forward to talking to you all season long. Uh, continued uh, good luck. We'll talk to you uh, next week. All right, guys. Take care. Doc Rivers joins us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. He's brought to you by Cola Space and by Northern Bank and right, Trust. Uh, in case you're wondering, Austin went one for nine from the floor in his debut. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Here he is. Uh, 24 minutes, one for nine, five for six from the line. He scored seven points, and the Hornets took it on the chin from San Antonio at home, 99-95. He is, you could not be a father and not watch every minute. Mm. Son, at least for now. I mean, probably three, four years in to his career. But for now, you got to have the butterflies, right? It's just starting in the NB bleeping. Hey, this is a little baby boy. and he's out, I know he's a younger kid, but out there playing among the, the big guys. Yeah. And dad be, knows what he's talking it's gotta about. It's got to be nerve-wracking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.